Our fucking cameraman's so fat, he can't keep up. God damn it. We need a new cameraman. Even if you get fat and get out of shape for a little while, if you did some bodybuilding previously, in my opinion, you'll redistribute that fat in a slightly different way. And put some intent into your workout, like you'll stay fairly lean if you're, as long as you're not eating like McDonald's every meal. And every time that I got leaner, I got leaner, leaner, and leaner. Every single time, with almost like a little bit less effort. Anabolic or growth phase is in the gym. Your fat loss phase is in the morning or at wherever you place your cardio, mm -hmm. but it's like set times. I felt like when I was doing cardio, I felt like I was burning fat. Yeah. And I felt like when I was bodybuilding, I felt like I was building muscle. Some type of structure, like if you could get it all dialed in, then you have a lot of like things you can play with that'll give you like a really big response from just little amount of change. Mm -hmm. If you can be patient, which yeah. is not easy to do, and you can work on building out your shoulders, building out your lats, not worrying so much, like don't under eat, because yeah. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. you have right now for a structure isn't gonna look great lean anyway. Welcome to another edition of Anabolic Activities. We just had some anabolic activities. We just worked the lats, yep, yep. the latinimus dorsi. We got some traps in there. Got a great meathead workout in. But I think something that would be cool to talk about is how you change your body forever when you do yep. some bodybuilding. Yeah. And yeah. how each time, even if you get fat and get out of shape for a little while, if you body did some bodybuilding previously, you're gonna, in my opinion, you'll redistribute that fat in a slightly different way. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think, um, are you talking about more of the working out side right now or the nutrition? Both, all, all, all. So like I think, you know, if you're somebody that spends some time bodybuilding and then maybe you, I don't know, it falls out of favor, you're not super pumped about it anymore, you don't track your calories, you still lift here and there, I think that you'll redistribute that body fat differently because you recomped your body at some point. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, the more times you recomp or even if, if you're on a cut, I feel like the next time, even if you're bulking and not necessarily recomping, the next bulk you do, you're probably gonna distribute that fat a little bit better like you said. So I think in all aspects, a recomp, a bulk, a cut, if you kinda keep some type of structure, your body will kind of like morph differently each time you kind of set that up. If you let go completely, you're kind of in some trouble. So you want to make sure you stay tethered to some form of fitness. What I try to encourage people to do, and I don't know how you dealt with this, but stay attached to something. Like yeah. maybe you say F it with a diet for a while. Yep. I don't love that. I don't, I don't really like for people to not have any rules with their nutrition. Mm -hmm. I think that could uh, allow a lot of bad habits to come back in. Yeah. And it's gonna be hard to work on those habits again. But if you do say effort for a little while, at least stay connected to some lifting, maybe some walking, Definitely. or some form of exercise. Yeah, yeah, no, I think, I mean, I've been right where you, where you're talking about, like where I kinda, the last couple months, except for like more recently, but the last two months, I didn't have as much structure, like I wasn't counting calories, I normally really don't, but I also just told myself, alright, I'm just gonna 
work's crazy. Everything's kind of crazy right now with the schedule. So as long as I get five clean meals in, like that's that's all I care about. I'm not too worried about the fat, carbs, protein. I'm just like as long as I get five meals in, I'm able to recover from the training and I keep the training intensity high. If you if you could just like train hard and put some intent into your workout, like that alone will create, you know, you'll you'll stay fairly lean if you're as long as you're not eating like McDonald's every meal. You'll stay you, that alone will make you stay pretty lean. Right. <sighs> keeping those uh, keeping your protein high is another great cheat. So let's say that you fall off plan. You're not really digging lifting a ton right now. Um, if you fall off plan quite a bit, you still keep your protein in there. You could also kind of flip the script a little bit rather than being like, I'm not really following a plan. I'm just doing whatever. Maybe you can flip that into a little bit of a bulk. Like, yeah, I'm going to gain some size during this. If you're eating the proper amounts of protein and you're still getting in some training, even if you're only training three times a week, rather than you thinking that you're a failure because you're only getting to the gym two, three times a week, you can say, I'm, I am adding more recovery exactly. to my workouts. I'm going to take this as a nice opportunity to let my body heal and grow and repair. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. Like, just make it work no matter what, like, like that. Like, you know, if you have, if you can only hit the gym two, three times and you have, yeah, more time to recover, sleep and eat. So you could just turn it into a bulk or the opposite. Like there's, if you can't get in the gym at all, then, you know, maybe you just give your body a break and use that as a phase that you create and then start adding workouts in as, as that, Right. Ends. I think something I noticed uh, with uh, like recomping my body, you know, I did it really slowly. I did it over a long period of time. I weighed 330. Yeah. Then I got down to like 290. And that's 40 pounds. But that, I, the 40, that 40 pounds came off kind of quick because I was so heavy. Right. But the next 30 pounds and the next 20 pounds and so on, it took a while. And ultimately, it took me about 10 years to stay to get and stay and like maintain under a hundred pounds of what I once was. Yeah, yeah. And every time that I got leaner, I got leaner, leaner, and leaner. Every single time with almost like a little bit less effort. Yeah. Each time, yep. minus the bodybuilding show because there was a lot of effort in there. It was like kind of a six week, you know, crash course of doing a lot of cardio and stuff like that. But yeah, I noticed that my body recomps, even like in my waist, I was saying today, like, because I'm going to shred up, I want to try to chop whatever body fat I have in half mm -hmm. from here, from here out. Um, and what I was going to say to myself is like, okay, this belt is going to fit quite different yeah. right now than it will in the future. And I looked down and the belt was on its last hole. There's not another hole to pinch it into because my waist is already considerably smaller than it used to be. So I think that gives a lot of people out there hope. If you do some bodybuilding, you're going to cause changes in your body that will stick with you for a really long time, especially if you continuously do some hypertrophy work and continuously are eating at least somewhat halfway correctly. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I would say if you're in a spot where you don't know whether you should bulk or cut, I would always just, I would say don't focus on anything, just eat enough to recover from the training and focus on putting on size because that happened to me like you're talking about getting leaner. It's kind of fun doing that. Yeah, and it's a lot easier to like cut down because my first show, I, I didn't have as much, mu like nearly as much muscle um, 
and the cut was a lot harder it felt like it was hard to get super small I, I had to eat so much less and then I waited a year just bulked added muscle and then by the time I was ready to prep like this last year it was so it was I was eating a lot of like a decent amount of food a couple weeks out and it mm. was a lot easier to drop that fat I think the biggest misunderstanding with bodybuilding, and maybe this is where we should have started, was there's a huge misconception in the gym. I think people think they go to the gym like burn calories. Yeah. Or, or to burn body fat. Yeah. And from a biological standpoint, me and Kenny aren't the guys to go to to explain the different various energy systems and what you burn exactly in the gym. Yeah. However, we are the guys to go to to listen to about when you do go inside the gym, you kind of have two main goals in my opinion and there's not a whole lot of other goals to really shoot for goal number one is to get jacked yep. and getting jacked to me falls in the realm of like you know gaining muscle mass um, and kind of gaining strength so those are the two main things that you're really trying to look to do when you're in a gym is to gain muscle size hypertrophy and or gain strength now there's things on the outside fringes of that. There's mobility, and yes, you are gonna burn a lot of calories when you train. But we know from research after research after research that it, we, know, we know with tons of research that exercise only uh, is about 10% of your caloric burn. Yeah. However, if you go from 170 at some time in your life, and being 20% body fat to being 200 pounds at some point and being 15% body fat, your metabolic rate is gonna increase quite a bit. The amount of calories that you're gonna burn just from living, yeah. just from even sleeping, yeah. is gonna be increased. So when you go to the gym, you're there to get stronger and or there to gain muscle mass. And I think that's a huge misconception that people think, I'm gonna go to the gym I'm gonna lose me some weight. Yeah. I'm gonna get on the machines. Yep. And that's a nice habit to develop, but I don't think it's a great place to start. No. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I even think I just break it down into like little phases throughout the day. Like I heard Milos, he's a well-known bodybuilding coach, talk about like putting effort into the right spots at the right time. So it's like your anabolic or growth phase is in the gym your fat loss phase is in the morning or at wherever you place your cardio mm -hmm. but it's like set like times that you put that's really smart yeah yeah because so. you could you could kind of you could set your nutrition up with that yeah and in accordance to like your cardio training yeah so it makes you get a lot more out of the day when you like set it up like that like fat loss phase from 9 to 10 when i do cardio growth phase when I work out and then every everything around that is a recovery mm. phase dude I love what you're saying right there that's really well said I'll have to he, did he say that maybe in a podcast or something yeah yeah I've heard him talk about this many times he breaks it down super that's super, super well. smart when I was bodybuilding that's exactly what I felt yeah I felt like when I was doing cardio I felt like I was burning fat yeah and I felt like when I was bodybuilding I felt like I was building muscle yeah I, I mean, a lot, there's arguments. But it also because of the diet, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And the nutrition surrounding it, as you're pointing out with what Melos yeah. said. Yeah, and he, I mean, yeah, he breaks it down good even with the diet. Even if you're not in a contest prep, he's like, he, he really just places carbs around the workout, and then that's kind of it. 
and you could just stay lean from that. If you think about it in phases, all you really need throughout the day, if you're trying to get lean, in my opinion, is just time that like carbs pre intra post and then you know a little bit of carbs maybe in your last meal but that should keep you pretty lean just from that structure i also think that when you do carbs like that it kind of forces you not to have shit carbs yeah when you're doing inch like intra workout carbs pretty much just going to come from liquid yeah, yeah. right it's going to highly uh branch cyclic dextrins or whatever they're called yeah, yeah. right so you're going to have some sort of carb powder you're probably going to have some aminos to amplify some of the um, uh, protein synthesis, yeah. right? And yeah. Uh, yeah, like you're saying, I think it's really well said with you're trying to assist your body with recovering from the workout as quick as possible. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. Plus, I think, you know, with all the, like with bodybuilding, bodybuilding takes a great deal of like sets and reps and overall volume. Yeah. And yeah. when you consider all that, it's like, man, you better have your nutrition straight because the workout could actually be like a net negative for you. Yeah. If no. you don't have your nutrition dialed yeah. in. Yeah, I agree with that. You could definitely be putting yourself in Look a Look at hole. these guys, fat shaming. Yeah. <laughs> Walking with the med balls. Yep, yeah. Brutal. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I also like think about I don't know, like you were saying how you feel like you're burning fat during cardio. A lot of people will say it doesn't matter where you place these things. But mm -hmm. for me, it might be placebo. It might on paper be the same. But I feel like the timing of things is pretty important. Like mm. even just the intra workouts, the, the fasted cardio in the morning when you're on an empty stomach. Like all those things to me that make a big difference. At least it might just be the structure of things. But I think there's... There's a difference. I think, I think quite simply, you know, no one's going to get really peeled and, well, I shouldn't say no one. It's going to be very rare for someone to get peeled and shredded without feeling hungry. Yeah. Right? There's going to yeah. be hunger. And so when you do, when you have cardio output in the morning, especially as a bodybuilder, and you're used to first thing in the morning hammering some food, 60 grams of protein, yeah. 60 grams of carbohydrate, maybe 10 grams of fat, you're used to that every day. You go to the gym and you do your leg presses and your squats and your heavy lifts and this and that. And then you have your recovery and everything's food, food, food. But then you pull that out yeah. and now it's cardio first thing in the morning and you couldn't feel any hungrier. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what the science shows, but it feels like, again, when you're hungry and you're exercising at the same time, it feels like you're liberating more fat. It feels yeah. like more fat is being burned for fuel and maybe that is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah that's yeah i agree with that plus yeah, i think just having some like going back to what we started with i think some type of structure like if you could get it all dialed in then you have a lot of like very like you have a lot of things you can play with that'll give you like a really big response from just little amount of change mm. like for me like you said adding the cardio or whatever because i have my nutrition even training. adding in some walks like this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I think if you could get some type of structure and then build off that, by the time you get them all dialed in, the littlest things will make, like, will give a huge response. It's super cool. I just think we should kind of finish with this. I think a lot of young people that are listening to this, especially I see it in a lot of young men, they want to, like, they want to, like, get lean. Yeah. You know, I think at first every guy that starts lifting, they're like, I want to get my bench up. Yeah. They work on strength a little bit. They bench 185, 200 pounds, something like that. 
then they kind of realized that didn't do with do for them what they thought it would do i think yeah. they thought that that amount of weight would allow them to get a little bit bigger maybe they'd feel more secure yeah. or whatever they thought it was going to do it doesn't really result in the muscle that they thought and things like that yeah and then you're like well i still don't look that great i lifted that weight it didn't really change me that much and then the next logical thing is i want to be shredded i want to look like bradley martin or look like yeah. some of these people that are on yeah that you see you know michael hearn and so forth right and i think that if if you can be patient which yeah. is not easy to do yeah and you can work on building out your shoulders building out your lats not worrying so much like don't under eat like do not under eat because yeah. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. you have right now for structure isn't going to look great lean anyway yeah even if you were to get peeled do you agree with that I agree with that. I think uh, that's huge because it's kind of like a trend and popular to be super, super shredded. But a lot of these guys really, they don't have that much muscle. Not that I have a crazy amount, but like... You got a crazy amount. I uh, <laughs> I think what, what they don't 21, see... 21, a lot bigger than me. A lot of these dudes also don't, like they don't see, they just see Instagram or the finished product of the Bradley Martins or whoever where they took the time to bulk, maybe didn't look the most shredded or aesthetic, but yeah, they just see the end goal when it's easy to kind of maintain that. And I think that's the biggest thing for me was just putting my head down and being okay with maybe adding some body fat, not being, you know, super shredded year round, but it's paying off because my lifts are going up. I'm adding dense muscle. And I know by the time I cut, I'm going to look the way I want. I'm not going to look stringy or skinny or any of that i just yeah you got to take the time and be patient to just progress it's and not going to come from a deficit yeah and when it's time for you to get lean you're going to be able to get lean a lot easier yeah and then that extra push for bodybuilding lean is always going to be <laughs> that's yeah. always going to be a push right yeah, like, yeah. that's just always going to be difficult but that's kind of what we end up loving about it but for your average guy just trying to get in good shape i would say for most young guys out there that aren't you know 70 pounds overweight that's kind of a different category and we'll we'll shoot a video talking about that if you're more excessively overweight but i think a lot of you guys that are just even 30 40 pounds overweight need to stick to your guns get used to lifting start to build good habits get your protein in per gram uh one gram of protein per pound of body weight get your meals in just kind of get used to the whole thing yeah definitely. used to the whole regimen of stuff Maybe go on some walks, but you're not trying to like get really lean necessarily. I think what you're going to end up noticing, we can just stop right here. I think what you're going to end up noticing from a lot of those guys is they're going to end up losing weight yeah. and they're going to end up doing what exactly what we talked about. They're going to end up with a little bit of recomp, especially because the lifting is so new to them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I just think the biggest thing I see dudes my age doing is just, they're not wasting time, but they could be making a lot more progress in their younger years, which is why I'm taking advantage of this and taking a whole off season like Nsema told me to do, to just pack on as much muscle as I can. And yeah, I think it. I think when I did it last year, it paid off because when I got to the stage, you could tell who took the time to do a real off season and mm -hmm. who didn't. So right. I think it goes a long way. Bodybuilding or not, it's gonna go a long way, yeah. What you got? Um, you're saying younger kids don't worry about um, like cutting right away like eat enough mm -hmm. if you're 30 40 pounds overweight that's fine just keep building out your lats and shoulders how does somebody know when they can start to cut i think if you're training with some knowledge for like maybe about a year 
I think then it might be a good time to start to, I mean, you can, you can make some small changes in terms of like trying to uh, lean out a bit. It's just that I see a lot of people like they're doing intermittent fasting. Um, yeah. They're not eating nearly enough. It's almost like um, we've seen some of these disorders develop in, in girls. And I think we're kind of seeing it in guys that actually lift yeah. because there's such a need to try to get like shredded. And I think you're going to mess with your hormones. And in the long run, I don't think it's a good play. And so how long should it take you? Um, I think, you know, just work on the real basics. Work on learning how to get a pump. Yeah. Work on, like, writing down the weights that you hit. And then work on trying to increase those weights over time. Learn the form and the technique. And start to develop some of the habits that a someone that's in really good shape starts to develop. And then maybe once you kind of worked your way through some of that, uh, then maybe you can start to think about something harder, like trying to cut a little bit. Yeah, I agree with that. Most people, though, like most people I've helped or talked to that are overweight and kind of like struggling with that, they aren't eating to even maintenance. So it's like a lot of people don't understand that if you if you eat, in my opinion, it, it would be more beneficial to get down eating more like frequent meals throughout the day. That Better are food choices, yeah, right? Yeah, that are just clean food, and you're, you'll notice like, You'll just start recon like you'll it'll feel better. You'll look better. It's just a different look when you can kind of like get your metabolism going like that. It's not going to come from. I don't think it's not going to come from like one giant meal a day. You could do that approach, but I think just the structure of eating four or five meals a day, even start with three, will kind of you'll be better off. Do you have some sample uh, meal plans like that show, like kind of ounces of food and stuff? Have you yeah. ever gotten one or have you ever? planned one for somebody yeah yeah i maybe do. we can include one so they can see because like i think yeah. that people don't have any idea we're not really saying that if you're fat to eat way more food yeah uh, however you're going to change the types of food that you eat and it's going to be a lot more food than you think you'd be shocked i mean somebody might tell you to eat eight or ten egg whites and if you've never tried that before that's like a monumental effort yeah. to do that uh, eight ounces of chicken eight ounces of steak and doing that multiple times throughout the day yeah. actually actually gets to be quite challenging but eating 3,000 calories of whatever the hell you want is actually pretty easy right yeah I hear that I hear that a lot like oh I, no no it doesn't matter like I can eat so much food and I'm like okay well if you space it out four or five times throughout the day and it's clean it's the right food it's gonna be a lot you're gonna you're not gonna be hungry like I can fast all day and then eat a bunch of calories from fast food or whatever I get but like it's not I just think it's different people don't realize how much food it is clean food until they actually try it that's it from anabolic activities where can people find us um, where the YouTube hell are we? <laughs> YouTube Instagram anabolic activities uh, Kenny Williams on Instagram Wyatt films behind the camera and Yo, guys, hit us up on Instagram, and if you want to come train with us someday, we'll, uh, we'll think about it, and maybe we'll let you uh, come in here and, and train with us on a weekend sometime. So hit up Anabolic Activities on Instagram. I'm at Mark Smelly Bell. Cheers. Kipping. Whoa. <laughs> he over-cheers me. Strength is never weak. This week is never strength. See you guys later. Yep. Bye. Alright guys, make sure to check out our most recent video on YouTube. Uh, we talked about optimal training and how that basically does not exist. Click the link right here. It's going to be right here. Make sure you click that. 
drop a comment, drop a like, let us know what you think. If you're still here, click this video, please.